0: You're listening to the Wild Worship Podcast with your host, Kimberly Bolgen, and it is my prayer that somebody will be inspired today, that somebody will be excited, that somebody will be challenged to live a life of worship unto God that is wild and free. Today, let's discuss why lifting our hands in worship should be encouraged why lifting up our hands in worship is a display of God's glory and not a distraction from God's glory. Let's discuss why lifting our hands in worship should be something that all Christians should do. We're looking at um, embracing physical expressions in worship, and this is the first in our series where we'll be discussing various physical biblical expressions, and I'm hoping that you'll stay with me as we go through each one each week. I'm excited to share what I've been studying and thinking and praying about, and I'm hoping that it will be helpful to everybody that's tuned in. So yes, how does lifting my hands help me worship? Now, I don't know about you, But I am one to sometimes go through the motions, particularly when I'm driving. (laughs) I think you'll agree with me. So, you know, I go to work and I take the same road the same way every single time I've traveled the same road so often that I know where the potholes are. I know where the bumps are. I know where the potholes are. I'll say that one more time. Cause I live in Cleveland. <laughs> I know where they all are. Cause I traveled the same road each each day. Because I'm accustomed to one way to get home, I don't even think about the turns that I'm making. I don't think about the scenery that I see every single time I travel. I'm not thinking about the buildings that I see every time I go because it's almost like I'm on autopilot. I'm going through the motions. And I think many of us worship God the same way. We just go through the motions, right? Not really thinking about what we're doing or why we're doing it. For some of us, and I'm speaking to both people today, I'm speaking to those that are comfortable lifting their hands in worship, and I'm also speaking to those who are not so comfortable for whatever reason. No judgment, but I'm speaking to everybody today. Wherever we may find ourselves, I think it would be wise to understand what we're doing when we lift our hands, why we're doing it, and how it impacts our relationship with God. I truly, truly believe that when we lift up our hands in worship for the right reasons, not the wrong ones, but for the right reasons with a right heart, God will be glorified. So let's spend a few moments going through scripture and seeing how and why hands were lifted up in worship in the first place. The word lift is. In the Hebrew, translates in a variety of ways, especially in the Psalms, has a variety of applications. It includes to magnify, to extol, to receive, to regard, to respect, to yield. You can find some of these examples in Psalm twenty-eight, Psalm one thirty-four, Psalm sixty-three, Psalm one forty-one. You'll see, um, you'll see David speaking about lifting up hands in worship. And then as you go throughout the Old Testament, you'll also see various passages where hands were raised in prayer, symbolizing various emotional responses or emotional inward responses to God, uh, such as humility, repentance. You'll see that in the book of Ezra, the book of Lamentations especially. You'll see uh, people lifting up their hands because of praise, because they want to praise God, because they're rejoicing. Um, They're lifting up their hands, as an expression of dependence. You'll see that in 1 Kings chapter 8 or Psalms 28 as well, again, or even again in the Book of Lamentations. You'll see people lifting up their hands for worship, for reasons of adoration. They want to adore God. Uh, They want to offer thanksgiving. They want to bless the Lord. You'll also see people in the Bible lifting up their hands in worship as a sign of brokenness, yes, as a sign of intercession, as a sign of faith, in God the Old Testament also depicts characters who lift up their hands because they're just glad about God's Word Psalm 119 the the, the 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 psalmist David spends time lifting up his hands just giving God thanks for his word as well as Nehemiah in Nehemiah chapter 8 after he read the Word of God he also spread out his hands before God um, as, as a sign of gratitude for the Word of God being being read it also our hands can also be used to bless the Lord uh, people in Bible times also lifted up their hands to give a blessing over others and to bless the Lord as well Jesus himself he stretched out his hands to bless the disciples in Luke chapter 24 lifting up of hands in the Bible is frequent it's not uncommon it is definitely a, a practice that was welcome and encouraged as followers of God in Bible time so many reasons so many reasons but I want to challenge us today and go a little further and suggest that it wasn't just reasons these are not just reasons I want to suggest that these were results lifting up hands was a result uh, it's a result of experiencing the manifest presence of God we know that God's presence is with us all the time but when you know that he's there when you sense his presence there is always a response and the response were the response to God's presence was all those different reasons that I just suggested you know when you watch TV or you listen to the radio they you may hear a commercial uh, like a weight loss pill or some type of medication that they want Want you to take and they'll always say at the end of the commercial that results will vary <laughs> results will vary and it's true when we truly encounter God's presence as well results are going to vary there's going to be a result but my result may not be your result but the bottom line is there's going to be some type of response there's going to be some type of result as as a, a that happens when we are in the presence of God you may feel humility you may, may feel a deeper sense of wanting to depend on God You may want to praise him. You may want to rejoice. You may want to adore. You may want to give him thanks. You may want to um, humble yourself before him. But the bottom line is this. When we truly encounter God's presence, when we sense his presence, you are going to have an emotional response. And when you have a re- in inward emotional, re- emotional response to the presence of God, there will be an outward expression that matches what's happening on the inside. One of those ways that the people in the Bible responded to what was happening on the inside of them or expressed what was happening on the inside of them was to physically lift, extend, or stretch their hands to God, thus worshiping God with all of their heart, all of their mind, and all of their soul. Now, for those that lift up their hands, almost every week when they're in in church or they lift up their hands when they're driving in their car be careful they lift they lift up one hand and they're listening to me and they lift up their hands and worship no problem my question for us is are we are we seriously thinking through why we're lifting up our hands. Are we truly lifting our hands because we are wanting to humble ourselves? Are we truly lifting our hands because we want to give God praise and we want to rejoice? Are we truly lifting our hands because we we sense our, our, our need for dependence upon God? Like there's, we want to express faith in him. We want to give him thanks for answering our prayers, right? There, there has to be a reason behind why we're lifting our hands. And then for those that are, not as comfortable, that may have some reservations about lifting their hands towards heaven in praise and worship to God. Some people may say, you know, I don't th- I don't think I need to. Like, I don't think it's that deep. I don't think I have to. Um, I think I can still have a sense of dependency. I still think I can still have a sense of wanting to give God thanks and keep my hands in my lap. And I would say you're absolutely correct. You're You're, you're correct in thinking that you don't need to but i'm wanting to challenge us and ask us if there are so many examples so many biblical examples of the body of the hand specifically playing an active role in responding to god's presence why am i choosing to do the opposite think about that why am i choosing to do the opposite is it because i'm afraid of those around me or I have I have concerns about what people will think is it because of the traditional that I was raised in is it because of my personality are these the things that are hindering me from fully engaging myself in worship to God I want to encourage us to not resist or to stifle a genuine authentic authentic spirit led response to the presence of God and don't limit or handcuff the Holy Spirit when it comes to experiencing communion with your Lord and Savior, You know, sometimes I, I hear people, they, they say, you know, I felt like the spirit was leading me to lift my hands, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I encourage all of us to not, to not stifle our response. There's no shame in responding to God's presence with, by lifting our hands. Now, some people will also say that, you know, the New Testament doesn't have too many examples of hands being lifted. So because of that, because the New Testament has minimal examples, then we don't really need to do it. Remember, though, remember that the New Testament doesn't cancel out the Old Testament. They definitely still work hand in hand. They work together. You need the Old Testament just as much as you need the New also, New Testament writers, especially Paul, and with the, even within the Gospels, they knew about the Old Testament. Jesus knew about the Old Testament, and they would re- would refer to it often. So it doesn't mean that it, just because lifting hands is not as... Um, it's not, as, it's not recorded as much, does not necessarily mean that it wasn't happening. Also, the Psalms were still used during the New Testament as well. And because the Psalms has several examples of people lifting their hands, one can assume, one can suggest that they also lifted their hands in worship as well. Furthermore, the good news is this. The good news is this. Because of what happened in the New Testament, specifically Jesus dying on the cross for us, Thank you, Lord. The fact that he came and he died and he got up on that third day. These physical expressions that we utilize in worship now, it does not have to be a formula. It does not have to be part of a ritual that grants us access to God. But because of the gospel, now our physical expression in worship can become an honest outward expression of expression of an inward surrender to God. Thank you, Lord. The text in 1 Timothy that many people quote, 1 Timothy 2, verse 8, it says, In every place of worship, I want men to pray with holy hands, holy hands lifted up to God, free from anger and controversy. I want to end by talking about this text because it's a very important text uh, that speaks about lifting up holy hands. Now, it's not a literal lifting up of holy hands, but it is a metaphor, right? It's a metaphor for that means if I'm going to lift up holy hands, that means that my hands are accompanied by living a consecrated life. My life is consecrated. Therefore, my hands are holy. Lifting hands must always, always, always be done along with our hearts being lifted up towards God as well. We don't ever, ever want to lose sight of Jesus. We don't ever want to lose sight of our Lord and Savior when it comes to lifting up our hands in worship. God cannot stand fake worship. He cannot stand insincerity. We read about it all throughout scripture where God literally turns up his nose. It's an abomination to see people with their hands lifted up, but their hearts are far from God. And if I can be honest with us, saints of God, I think in this generation specifically, you know, worship is is kind of almost the end thing. And we have to be careful that we don't allow ourselves to become caught up with the physical expression and we lose the inward posture. It needs to be hand in hand. We don't want to get to a point where, Our self is on display and our hearts are not connected to our hands being lifted up in worship. We must never allow lifting our hands to become an empty form. They are always supposed to express the inner response to God. This is serious. This is serious. It's serious because, you know, Beyonce she just had her her huge Coach, Coach, Coachella concert a few, a few weeks ago and it was awesome. I'm not here to debate whether it's right or wrong. We're not going to discuss that in this particular bo- podcast. But I do want to point out that there was a similar response to what Beyonce was doing on stage that we do at church as well. They had their lif- they had their hands lifted up singing along with her. And we lift our hands at church as well, which says to me that there needs to be a difference hmm there needs to be a difference when we come together as a community of faith when we declare that we're two or three are gathered in the in the name of Jesus and he shows up in the midst that suggests to me that when we lift up our hands it should come from a consecrated space it should come from a spirit-led space and that's what makes the difference when we lift our hands that's what sets it apart from people lifting up their hands at a football game it's because the spirit is leading us to respond to the presence of God by our outward expression of lifting up our hands. Make sure that God is in the middle of it, y'all. Make sure that the Holy Spirit is leading us to lift our hands. We don't want it to become a fake thing. We don't want it to become a self thing. We don't want it to become a formal thing. We want it to be a spiritual thing. Thank you, Lord. So I'm challenging all of us today that are tuned in to begin to practice the spiritual discipline. Practice, practice, practice the spiritual discipline of lifting your hands simultaneously with whatever emotion you're feeling in the presence of God at that time. You may want to start at home. You may want to start in the car and just put on your worship music and just begin to enter in to a deeper awareness of God's presence. And as you experience God, just respond to his presence as the spirit leads you. And one of those ways that you can respond is by practicing lifting up your hands. And I know that the more you do it, the more authentic, the more real, the more sincere it will be come and for those that do it on a continuous basis I'm just challenging us to make sure that we're thinking it through that our worship is intelligent that it's not just emotionalism but it's tied to I know why I'm lifting up my hands it's not just you know for show there's a reason behind my praise I'm so excited I'm so excited I'm so excited to see how our worship is going to go to another level as a result of us embracing this truth I'm excited to see some intelligence Intelligent, wild, free worship happening within our congregations. I just want there to be a fresh release do it, God, a fresh release of expression from our hearts in prayer, in worship, and in love to our God. At the end of the day, this is the Wild Worship Podcast. I just want us to be set free. (laughs) I just want us to be set free to emotionally and intelligently respond to the presence of the Lord by lifting up our hands in worship to Him. I want to thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have not subscribed, please make sure that you do. Please make sure that you also share this with somebody who needs to hear this truth. And also, if you have not yet downloaded the Wild Worship Devotional, you can find it on my website, www.kimberlybulgen.com. It's free, it's free, it's free. Just go over to my website, download it. It's going to bless you, it's going to encourage you, it's going to get your wild worship life together. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be here with me next time as we go even further as we delve into what it means to be a wild worshiper.